0: Welcome to today's edition of Feet to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to FeetToTheFire.org. That is Feet, the number two, TheFire.org, and now your host. You know, it's not that I just want to spike the football. That's not what I'm here to do, but I do want to make a point today, and we're going to depart from our normal show protocol. This is going to be very different because I want to show you that everything I've been saying to you is, is accurate and is being echoed by one of the leading conservative voices in the country. Mark Levin, I'm going to play you a lot of audio today from his monologue on Wednesday after the Herschel Walker election loss in Georgia. And I want to cement these points in your mind that I've been making. I'm not crazy. I'm not out of my mind. I'm not making it up. So as I said, we're leaving our normal show style. I'm going to play a lot of audio recordings. And I want you to notice two things. Number one, exactly what I've been saying after election losses like Walker and Arizona and some of our MAGA candidates, they want to tell you it's the fault of conservatives. So shut up, be quiet and go away. Conservatism loses. They want to force that narrative down our throat. They've been doing it for decades and it's not true. And number two, the reason if, if MAGA is so popular, the reason we keep Losing some of these key elections is because of the fraud and the cheating and what the Democrats have done to our elections. Mark Levin makes these points. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. And since Mark Levin is so good and such an expert, I want you to hear it. Here we go. First soundbite.
1: Media, forget about the left. All through the Republican establishment in Washington, led by Mitch McConnell, last night it was Donald Trump's fault.
2: Twelve years ago in 2010,
1: when there was a complete blowout on the House of Representatives where the Republicans picked up 63 seats thanks to the Tea Party. They lost a number of seats in the Senate that they thought they would win.
2: They were close
1: And Mitch McConnell and the Republican establishment and their media, The Wall Street Journal and their blamed the Tea Party see the pattern but really what is the common denominator here it's Mitch McConnell and the republican establishment they stood for nothing in 2010 and they stand for nothing today
0: so he keeps mentioning Mitch McConnell and he is representative as the republican senate leader he is representative of the rhino establishment, the rhino media, and the elite establishment that has members from both sides of the parties. It's the elites versus the ruling class, but Mitch McConnell is his target in these audio clips. All right, here's the next one. Listen up.
1: We're losing liberty every day.
2: The Republicans are losing elections that they should be winning. And much like Biden,
1: much like Biden who blames inflation on others, who blames gas prices on others and all the rest of it, McConnell does the same, except the difference is McConnell blames conservatives. Why? Because he's always hated conservatives. They make life difficult for
2: him. That's what they do.
1: We're told McConnell... He's done a fantastic job on the judiciary.
0: So he keeps going after McConnell because his point is McConnell has been in office for, I don't know, 38 years since the 80s. And all the way back then, McConnell was part of the Gerald Ford Republicans, the Bush Republicans, anti-Reagan, totally against Reagan. And yet McConnell got into office riding on the coattails of Ronald Reagan, I think in 84. All right, next clip.
1: But we conservatives are told over and over again, it's the Tea Party's fault, it's Donald Trump's fault, it's the fault of conservatives. Was it our fault that John McCain lost against Barack Obama? Was it our fault that Mitch Romney lost against Barack Obama? Was it our fault that George W. Bush barely won in Florida? Or won thanks to the U.S. Supreme Court doing the right thing? These people would have you believe that they're, they're always one election away from some kind of a historic event. If only you and I would shut up. If only you and I would get out of the way. If only the Tea Party would drop dead. If only Trump would drop dead. And I'll be the next conservative after that and after that and after that. And yet they're in power for decades. Have things improved? Under the Republicans in the Senate in particular, there have been efforts in the House, no question.
2: The Gingrich Revolution. Fantastic.
0: So I love the fact that Levin uses that word foil. They always need a foil. That's my point. To blame after an election loss, and it's always whatever the modern version of conservatism All right, this next clip is a long one. Stay with me. I want you to listen to the whole thing.
1: We lost these seats and we lost these elections for two reasons. None of which has to do with Donald Trump. None of which had to do with the Tea Party. Because there's no effective leadership in the Republican Party,
2: in the Senate. And they don't even try. Because they don't believe. They don't share our values and they don't share our principles.
1: They stand for nothing. When you say you want to meet the Democrats on the 40-yard line while they're destroying America, you're insane. you're asked before the election, What is your number one objective? And you say bipartisanship.
2: You're a fool. There was no
1: wall being built in all these years when McConnell was in the Senate, 15 years as the Republican leader, when George W. Bush was president, when George H. Bush, W. Bush was president. Who was it that prevented The elimination of Obamacare
0: Remember this? Remember this? John McCain John McCain-RINO
1: Rhino. is it today That throws in with the Democrats As a saboteur To any conservative agenda Mitt Romney
0: Other establishment we put up against Obama
1: Who is it that's working with the Democrats today
2: To blow up the budget To blow up the debt?
1: To further blow up immigration? It's McConnell and the boys. And the girls.
0: But they always blame us. Conservatives.
2: And who is it that cost
1: us the election last night? That's right. Who is it that cost us elections on election day? The same people who cost us Senate seats in 2010. Yep. Not the activists. Not those who are sick and tired of what McConnell and Schumer, what Washington is doing to them out in the hitherlands. It's
2: McConnell and his ilk. Supported by major media.
1: Pseudo-conservative media. Donald Trump is just the latest foil. They always have a foil. This candidate or that candidate's bad. Look at the rhinos in the Senate.
2: You see any Churchills there? You see any Thatchers there? You see any Reagans there? Are these top-notch people? No. They're not top-notch at anything. And they prove it every day
1: in the U.S. Senate. They prove it every day. But they want to cut deals. Collins, Romney, Tillis. They're lining up, wanting to cut deals.
2: with the party, the Democrat
1: Party, that is out to destroy this country and our way of life, that does not believe in the Constitution, and that's the next thing.
0: Stick with me. Here's the next one.
1: I want to read something to you. Why am I doing this? Mark, just so Trump, Trump. No, it has nothing to do with that, really. Trump's just their latest foil. You are their constant foil. Whether it's Tea Party, whether it's Convention of States, whether they're opposition to the Reagan Revolution, the Trump Revolution, it's constant. They hate us. They hate their base. They hate conservatives.
0: Guys, that's precisely what I've been telling you. All right, next. Now he's getting into the destruction of our elections, which is how the Democrats win.
1: But the Democrats rely on it. Many of these marginal states, politically speaking, purple, or leaning red, but you never know, you know, that sort of thing. If you change the election system and the courts do it for you, you're going to win. That's why Mark Elias and 300 lawsuits later, the Democrats were able to change the laws in these various states. And that, to me, is the real issue of what took place in this last election
2: across the country.
0: All right, did you hear that last part? That's what I wanted you to hear. He said that is what has taken place in this last election across the country. It's all of the fraud because of the Democrats trashing our voting laws and voting systems along with the establishment Republicans going right along with it.
1: We're talking about a Supreme Court such as Pennsylvania deciding, well... We're going to extend the counting of ballots another week. Well, you don't have to actually sign the envelope. Well, you don't have to actually date the envelope, even though that's state law. That has no civil rights implication. That doesn't violate the federal or the state constitution. That's what we're talking about. Elena Kagan knows it.
0: All right, and our last longer clip, hold on now. He's going to explain how all the fraud actually plays itself out.
1: We're not going to get anywhere. They talk about elections matter. Then they find scapegoats all the time, and then the Washington media supports their scapegoating, particularly if it's a conservative. And, of course, who's the easiest scapegoat?
2: Trump. Before it was Reagan. It's a conservative Tea Party.
1: Do you think that the Republican establishment wants DeSantis in the White House? Do you? If you do, you're wrong.
2: You're dead wrong. Do you think the
1: corrupt American media want DeSantis anywhere near the White House? Of course not. They already have files filled with sleaze and leaks and character assassination things they wanted to use. Let's just get past Trump. And then what? By the way, vote for whom you want. That's not my point. My point is this force, this American Marxism, this American Pravda Media, they're not going away for anybody. They feel they're on the precipice of forever changing our country and forever changing the the power and who has the power and who exercises the power in this country to Washington and taking it away from every other corner of the country. And they want to empower power Democrat strongholds, city, pretty much. Because they've seen in Georgia, Pennsylvania, and so many other states. The cities are the tail that wag the dog. That's key. It's easier to get the vote out.
0: That's key. They do it through the cities.
1: It's easier to use harvesting and curing and absentee ballots to knock on doors than it is an entire state. You're a Republican running in Pennsylvania. You're running on the east side, the west side, the central side. You're a Democrat running in Pennsylvania. Pretty much you have to wrap up three or four areas, and you're set. In Georgia, you wrap up Atlanta and the, and the counties outside of Atlanta, pretty much, a couple more, and you're set. New York, you wrap up New York City and a few of the other mid-sized cities, and you're done. And they have figured out that this is the way you win elections forever. You set up voting systems that are applicable to the cities and
2: to the Democrat suburb. You
1: put out effectively what are mailboxes, call them drop boxes. You allow anybody and everybody to vote that way. You allow anybody and everybody to vote by mail. You allow harvesting, so you send out your hacks into apartment buildings, into nursing homes, into (coughs) low-income housing, into... They're expensive condo areas. This is where all the Democrats are, or a lot of them are, and go door to door. May I have your ballot? May I have your ballot? That's harvest. Or cure the ballots. Where Democrats, call Democrats and say, oh, you didn't date this, or you didn't do this. And best yet, you get the courts to do it for you. Oh, dates don't matter, signatures don't matter. This is how they're winning election. They've destroyed our voting system. They've destroyed it already. And now they want to put a final nail in the heart of the voting system by nationalizing this
0: system. There you go. It's not the establishment narrative that MAGA conservatism loses at the ballot box. MAGA wins. We saw it in Florida. We've seen it for a generation and beyond that conservatism wins. They have corrupted our elections, and that's the problem. Let justice roll down like waters, American righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Stay conservative unapologetically, and go listen to Mark Levin. See you next week.